Welcome back to the Bread and Butter Podcast. I'm stoked to be back for another week. If you're new around here, I'm your host, Brecklin. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that I'm here because sometimes it's hard to kind of get myself to like sit down at a mic and do what it feels like, like just like speak into the nothingness. Um, but then like two minutes in, I usually find my flow and then I'm just having a good old time. But thanks for being here at the Bread and Butter Podcast for another week. How is everyone doing? I feel like... I feel like at this point in the year, as a general rule, we're all either like flying high, we're excited for holidays and parties and things, or we are absolutely dying because it's quarter four and there are lots of holiday events and planning and logistics and nothing is more exhausting than logistics, just pure logistics. And I fall into both camps right now. Like I would definitely say it's been wild, um, but I'm also having a pretty good time pretty good time. Um, Let's just jump into a want, eat, watch, read this week. Um, To start out with, as far as a want, I feel like I'm on the hunt for all things peppermint right now. And I've realized that like the two flavors that get me feeling holiday-ish are peppermint and citrus every single time. The combination of like, like, you know, like the little cutie oranges coming into season, that's been just boosting my spirits. And then the announcement, you probably saw this already because I've been, ran- <laughs> I've been ranting about it. Um, the announcement of the peppermint Wendy's Frosty that I'm treating myself to today, hopefully, they're making me feel some kind of way. And I do need to address the Wendy's Frosty situation really quick. Am I upset that they haven't done this earlier? Yes, I am. I feel like this should have been thought of earlier. Like, it's 2022. How hard is it to throw a little peppermint extract into your Frosty? I also feel like there's a lot of potential for, um, like, a eggnog. I feel like there's a lot of potential for an eggnog Frosty. Um, but I'm open. I'm open. I feel like some peppermint Frosty with, like, a chocolate fudge has a lot of potential. Really excited for that. Like, part of me is wondering if I should legitimately... Part of me is wondering if I should legitimately go and get the Frosty, bring it back to my house, and put fudge on it. Stay tuned. Um, And now that I've already talked about food, let's hop into eat. And for this week's eat as our Thanksgiving episode, I feel like it's only appropriate that we do some Thanksgiving food ranking. So here's where I stand. Potatoes always rank top for me. Those are always going to get prime real estate on my plate. And then right after potatoes, we're going into green bean casserole. I I wish so bad that there was a way to incorporate more French fried onions into my life without, you know, like just eating them with a fork. But I just haven't found any. Or if I'm being honest, I haven't applied myself to that mission yet. So green bean casserole is the main vehicle for French fried onions once a year. And I love it so much so much. Um, If you are one of those people who wants to hate on things with cream of chicken soup, I love you. You're probably not in the right place. Not that I use it all that much, but I will say if there's ever a time for cream of chicken soup, Thanksgiving is that place. Um, Okay, after green bean casserole, I'm on to my second potato variation, which surprises no one. And my family, I mean, it's not like they came up with this, but we always make this Ruth's Chris sweet potatoes. I'm sure you've had it. 
my mom makes it every year and I just ascend to a different level. I don't know what makes them so well I do. It's like butter and sugar on potatoes, which um okay, after sweet potatoes, we are on to stuffing, which I just cannot believe I do not eat stuffing in my everyday life more often. Th- th- these are always my issues with Thanksgiving. We are so excited for these meals. Would we ruin it by eating it more often? Or are we just depriving ourselves by only eating it once a year? Riddle me that. Okay, skipping everything else, we got to rank some pies. So I have always, always been a cream pie girl. As I've gotten older, I've dabbled in like some pumpkin, maybe. I feel like I, I see some potential for like a pecan if it's really good. Um, but my favorite pies have always been key lime, which I feel like isn't a real life, real Thanksgiving pie. Um, love a key lime pie though. Love a lemon pie, chocolate pie, banana cream pie. You could honestly put Cool Whip in a fake Oreo crust and I would eat that too. And I would, I would love it. I would go back for seconds. Um, also just a little tip. If anyone is like me and could never figure out how to do the cute, like chocolate curls on top of like a chocolate cream pie, think of like those beautiful, like chocolate shavings on like the Marie calendar pie. I found out this year, everyone everyone else probably already knows this, you literally just use your potato peeler and like peel a chocolate bar lengthwise. That is, that's it. I never knew that. And it's beautiful. Like these cute little chocolate coils. And it's so satisfying. Like, oh, I love it. So yeah, on to watch. Okay. We, I feel a little insecure saying this and I'm not really sure why. I just need to own it. But we are in our rocky... Balboa watching mode and it only I would say it only happens every like couple years always around Thanksgiving um but and and you might also think that my husband is the one pushing for it but he's not (laughs) it's me I love Rocky with my whole heart I am not a sports person but for some reason I have like I have this god complex surrounding the fact that I truly believe in my heart that I would be the ultimate sports coach. I love inspirational sports movies, especially around Thanksgiving. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, but if you are not a Rocky fan, go ahead and watch Creed. It's a very safe bet. Um, starring Michael B. Jordan. Suddenly, you'll be a Rocky fan. And you'll have the strength to go back and watch all of the old ones. You can get it all caught up. You may suddenly take up jogging. You might purchase a gray sweatsuit. You might have your husband purchase a gray sweatsuit. I don't know. Whatever works for you. Um, but yeah, we're, we're definitely in our Rocky watching era. Uh, and read, I did not read a dang thing this week. Okay. Into the episode. Here's the thing about Thanksgiving. I adore Thanksgiving. I really do. Um, but I think as I've gotten older, I started to notice that I was often very anxious on Thanksgiving and and I think I think some of it was that I just wanted it to be like this best day um I love to cook I love to eat and so it was kind of like kind of felt like the Super Bowl or something um like I've said before like my idea of a great time is to eat food with people that I like and so Thanksgiving is my ultimate good time I stand by that But then, like I said, I think with Thanksgiving, expectations are higher and I like make myself anxious. I don't, I don't know what it is. 
Um, and I just wanted to like acknowledge that. I feel like with holidays especially, for some reason, having higher expectations can lead to higher anxiety. And it happens. It happens to me. I'm sure it happens to you. It happens to all of us. I would, I would dare say all of our levels of anxiety may be slightly higher on Thanksgiving. And I just wanted to talk about it because I feel like there's a certain level of awkwardness associated with it for me. And for everyone, for different reasons, whether you hate to eat in front of people or you secretly hate stuffing and, but you want to eat it because your mom makes it every year and she loves it. And I don't know, whatever it is, we just, I just wanted to talk about it. Some Thanksgiving fails, some Thanksgiving awkwardness, um, not to, you know, come down on Thanksgiving with a negative cast, but I don't know. (laughs) Can we all just like be real about it for a second? Um, As far as awkward Thanksgiving things for me... I just have to start out with top of my list. Since I was a little girl, I need to eat breakfast every single morning. I am a I am a breakfast person. I also want to enjoy dinner. I'm not saying that Thanksgiving meal is not important, but I am prone to extreme hunger, and there's nothing worse than that. So I always, always, always eat breakfast on Thanksgiving. I always do it. And for anyone in your life that ever made you feel embarrassed for needing to eat breakfast on Thanksgiving, I am just here to advocate for you and to say that you deserve breakfast every single day of the year, including Thanksgiving. And if anyone makes you feel guilty about it, you can just know that deep down inside, they are afraid of something. Most likely, I feel like it's probably coming from fear. And deep down, you're the winner. Because you get breakfast and Thanksgiving dinner. And what's not to love about that? Okay, next on the list, and I feel like this one is probably controversial for a lot of people for different reasons, but turkey trots. Is this a pro? Is it a con? Is it a weird tradition? Probably. And I'm probably going to get hate for this. Um, But I'm actually pro turkey trot. I am. I get very antsy on Thanksgiving Day, and I can't just sit around and do board games or puzzles or whatever or chit chat if I'm not I don't know I just I need to be actively doing something so like for me personally if I'm not actively cooking I'm like pacing I'm like trying to steal the stirring spoon out of someone's hand so I can stir I'm opening the pots and checking like so turkey trots for me perfect it's a yes for me I like like I love coming in from being cold outside and then it's warm and then I can sit down and enjoy something like a puzzle or whatever we happen to be doing. Um, And it just is like the answer to all of my awkward energy. Like I would rather run around the block than not know what to do with my hands. Okay. (laughs) One of you said, I'm diving into this early, but I just had to address it. Um, A Thanksgiving fail was a vegan Thanksgiving. And here's what I'll, here's what I will say about this. And I, I think I think the same way about pretty much any situation where you're eating with other people, including Thanksgiving, I do think it's really important for you to do you and to let other people do them. Like, I I don't know. I do think that's important. I don't think that you should have to sacrifice things that are important to you. And I also don't think you should expect other people to sacrifice things that they love for you. I don't know if that makes sense. I've mentioned this before, but I have a lot of allergies. And so eating in like group settings with people, I I think it's really important to kind of advocate for yourself, but not to expect people to cater to you. So often I bring a lot of my own 
dishes. Um, I'll bring an ingredient that I need. And if you want to bring your own vegan stuff or make a vegan dish for someone to enjoy, I say, great, go for it. Like, what's the harm? The only thing, it can only like bring you closer together, I think, if you approach it well. But do I think you should ever shame someone? No, I do not. I just feel that is my personal opinion. You do you, let everyone else do them. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about Thanksgiving outfits because a Thanksgiving outfit is always hard for me. I don't know why it is. Um, it's not like I was ever pressured to look super nice on Thanksgiving, but doesn't everyone kind of want to look nice on Thanksgiving? I want to look like, like a cute pirate. And I know that you know exactly the look that I'm talking about. It's like the high boots. It's the slouchy sweater. It's like a cute high bun. I don't know. You could throw in like a plaid infinity scarf. And not that that's actually the fashion anymore because I know that it's not. But when I think in my head, when I think about putting together a Thanksgiving outfit, that is still what I think of. And I don't know. It's just, it's so hard for me every year because I want to be cute, but I want to be comfortable so that I can eat without being un- without being uncomfortable, which I feel like is kind of a sick joke. Like who decided that we needed to look really, really nice to go eat a lot of food? I just, when did we make that a thing? To like dress up for the one time in the year that we're there to eat? And I know we're there to like be thankful and to be with family. Still, here's here's what I've come up with that works for me. And this is after years of, I would say failed Thanksgiving outfits. Linen pants are always a must. They do it for me. Linen fat, linen, linen pants, linen pants, relaxed fit top. Jumpsuits are awesome too. You don't have to stress about a waistband. Um, sweaters and leggings that don't look too like leggy knee um, are always a plus for me. I even feel like the flare ones would be super cute this year with like a cute sweater, like some flare like yoga pants. Um, ideally, I would be wearing like an oversized top and oversized pants, like a sweat set. I feel like showing up to Thanksgiving in a sweat set seems like it's almost a bit too obvious what I'm trying to do. But if there's someone more confident than me out there that's willing to do that, I would say send me your tips because I'm trying to get there. Okay, here are your awkward Thanksgiving fails. And thank you, by the way, for blessing me with another round of things to laugh at because it really is so appreciated. When I put out my question box and you guys respond, it really just, it does mean the world to me. So thank you um, for sending stuff in. Okay, we are starting off with a bang. Um, your uncle made comments to you on your chest and asked if they were so big because it was genetic. Um, okay, here's another cringe thing for you. Um, anyone saying anything ever about your body at Thanksgiving? In my personal opinion, the only body you can comment on on Thanksgiving is the turkeys. And even that is a little bit cringe. It's a little bit off-putting. So as far as I'm concerned, body talk is pretty much off the table. Okay, next one (laughs) says mom insists on making a homemade pie crust and every year it burns. Let's talk about pie Um, because I really respect this attempt. I respect the commitment. Pies just have this power to make me an absolute bundle of nerves. I hate cutting them. I hate serving them. Um, I like decorating the top of them and that's, that's it because there's so much mystery around pies 
like I feel like it, there's like all these rituals that you have to do with the crust and like the cold butter versus shortening versus vinegar. I just get scared. I and I also don't know that I've ever made a successful pie in my life without using a store-bought crust. Um, I do appreciate the strength that your mom has to keep persevering. And it sounds cute. It sounds like a cute Thanksgiving activity to just get in the kitchen and make pies together. (sighs) She's stronger than me, though. Okay, this one. Um, She says, I unfortunately and unknowingly went to the bathroom after a cousin who had clogged it. So when I flushed it, it overflowed and there was no plunger in sight. My sweet grandma came to the rescue to clean up the floor. There is not a greater feeling of panic than knowing that the things that you just emptied into the toilet bowl are about to re-enter the world and land on your floor. Ugh. And then something about anyone ever seen evidence that you use the toilet like a normal human being is mortifying. I cannot think of anything worse than for someone that I know. I don't care if we have even just passed on the street. You must not ever have evidence that I poop. Ever. Never. I I just cannot, I cannot imagine. And props to your grandma for taking one for the team. Um, also, I feel like I would probably have beef with whoever clogged the toilet and didn't own up to it. Unless they are under the age of, I'm going to say under the age of five. If they did not own up to it, it's time to have a chat. Okay, here's another one. I just thought of this. I always feel uncomfortable with this. Um, the what are you thankful for? new couples charade and here's the thing I've been there I always say that I'm grateful for Trenton and I am he's the best thing in my life but there is this weird pressure there and it stresses me out a little bit I don't know between like all of the Instagram posts being like thankful for the best thankful you know blessed happy to be with my turkey well I don't mean I don't know I don't know can we just stop with the pressure I would hope that we are all grateful for our spouses. Can we Can we just leave it there? Um, because I feel like it'll be my turn. I'm starting to sweat. I'm like, I need to write a ballad to this man in front of, in front of the family. That, that is what must be done for them to know that we have a happy, successful marriage. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Moving on before I get a little bit too impassioned about that. Okay, I got a few responses about people having emotional breakdowns on Thanksgiving, and I have some thoughts about that. In my perfect world, in the Brecklin Rulebook of Conduct, I think everyone is allowed one major Thanksgiving emotional meltdown. I just think no questions asked, no judgment passed, everyone is allowed one absolute meltdown. It's a stressful time. Have you ever, like I said, have you ever tried to make a pie? Have you ever tried to cut a pie? I, and I, I just have been there. So if you have been the meltdowner, if you have observed a meltdown, let's go just, we're going to give them a, a pass on this one. It's Thanksgiving. They might not have found the perfect pants to wear. And they know that they might not be able to fit that second piece of pie without feeling this overwhelming urge to unbutton their pants, which is fair. That would send me into a spiral as well. Okay, this one was a homemade stuffing fail. And she says, turns out certain bread like healthy whole wheat bread with lots of seeds should not be used for stuffing. I have a couple of questions as to if those kinds of bread should be used at all. Um, regardless, I feel like if there's ever a time to go with Grandma Sycamores, it is Thanksgiving. 
Um, while I appreciate the health conscious approach to eating in life, there's a time and place. And is Thanksgiving the time? I don't know. I would say no. I would say no. Um, go with the white bread for that stuffing. Okay. Speaking of stuffing, I do not want to hate, but you all know that I spend an embarrassing amount of time on Pinterest and I saw a stuffing that was pressed into a bunt pan and cooked and then you sliced it like a piece of bunt cake. And I didn't know if it was, if I was like revolted, I was kind of intrigued. I have just a lot of confusing feelings about this bunt stuffing cake. And I'm just, I'm putting that out there for what it's worth. If you want to chat about it, if you want to give me hate for it, I'm not planning on doing it. I am in charge of the stuffing this year, but we, I'm trying to imagine cutting myself a slice of stuffing. Okay, next. This person said that they made a pumpkin pie with salt instead of sugar and it looked beautiful. And I appreciate the optimism. I, I would take your wins there because I don't know if I've ever made a pie that looks beautiful. I feel like I clearly have a little bit of pie related trauma is anyone else anyone else in the same camp I feel like they should be easy but they're not I just realized the other day and I'm sorry I can't quit talking about pie I just realized that there is an actual thing and everyone else probably knows this where you put like weighted beads in your pie crust while it bakes to keep it from puffing up and like crumbling that is physics we, we have now, physics has entered the pie making chat and this is why I'm scared of it. Okay, next. Um, this person said, oh, this is so sad. This person says, my husband and I had to miss Thanksgiving with his family because I got exposed to COVID. We decided to make the most of it and make our own huge dinner. I went to take a bite and realized I could not taste any of it. And that's how they found out that she had COVID. Oh, that is awful. I... I don't know. COVID has just done us dirty so many times. My biggest question though, when I read this was, I was impressed that that was the first bite you had taken because by the time I sit down to a meal that I've made, I've probably tasted at least every dish a few different times, partly to test it, see what it needs, but partly just because I like to eat. So I'm shocked that that was your first bite. And also I'm sad for you. That is very sad. Okay, this person says, last Thanksgiving, we put the turkey in and three hours later, realized the oven was broken, so we had to use our upstairs neighbor's oven to cook our turkey. It's the three hours later that gets me. That would be devastating. I'm also, I'm dying imagining you showing up on your neighbor's porch with like a raw turkey and being like, good morning. <laughs> also, I have never cooked a turkey. I am really scared to cook a turkey, I'll be honest. It just, it seems like so primitive to me. I know I should just get over it. I'm not, I'm also not hating on turkey. I, I really enjoy turkey um, and I should just get over it. But I'm just kind of like, pardon me. Like when people are like, okay, take the legs and tie it together with twine and and rub the butter in under the skin. And I'm like, ugh, ugh I cannot. I, ugh. the day that I have to cook my own turkey will probably be documented in my journal in several tear-filled pages. Okay, um, someone said pumpkin rolls, and that was, that was the extent of their Thanksgiving fail, and I respect that. Honestly, enough said. I have never been more emotionally unstable than when I'm trying to roll a pumpkin roll. You don't need to tell us any more than that. We've got you. We already know that inevitably the towel method did not work, all the frosting came out the end. 
the top of the roll cracked in half, um, you might have said a bad word. You might have cried. That is totally okay. I, I have been there. I've been there. This really just turned into an episode of me kind of exposing myself for all of my own food failures, which is fine. That is what Thanksgiving is about in so many ways. Um, but that is it for today, folks. Just a short little episode from me to you. Um, I hope that you do have the best Thanksgiving in only two days. It's coming up so quick. Um, don't wear tight pants. Do not let anyone talk to you about your body. I think you should talk politics if you want to. I also think you should make an extra pie for yourself to leave at home if you're bringing a pie to a dinner. Um, and I hope too that you are just really able to soak in that feeling of being grateful. Um, because when that really does sink in, it really is just a full, it's such a full, awesome, beautiful feeling. And we're just so lucky. So I will catch you next week. Be sure to leave a written review and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. I will see you next Tuesday. Have a great week. Bye.